What do you do when confronted with a challenge in life, as we all are from time to time? Do you question your self-worth and doubt the value you add to this world? Or do you recognize your own imperfections and love yourself just as you are? Flawed, but strong. Willing to take a risk, put yourself out there, and be your authentic self. The choice belongs to you. This is Confident Closers with Anna Maria Sanin. Welcome to a new episode of The Confident Closers. My name is Anna Maria, your host, and I have a very special guest with us today, Alexandra Corson. She is not only an industry friend, but a personal friend, a family friend. Uh, we're pretty much related in every aspect, uh, we're, except for blood, I guess. But... <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I'm super excited, guys, for you to learn about her today. Alex, thank you for taking the time to being here. I'm so happy and honored to be here. I We've been talking about it for ages, and then we could never get our stuff together. So now I'm here. I know. If it's not you, it was me or you know, just circumstances of life, but we're finally here. Um, and so let me just get to it. Let me go ahead and uh, quickly introduce you so all of our listeners can understand a little bit about your background, and then we can go from there. Exciting time. Cool. So um, here's um, just a little introduction. With over 13 years bringing marketing and sales of enterprise software solutions, Alex Gorson has become an adapt speaker and strategist for both MSP and enterprise organizations. She has held global teams. She has helped global teams and um, go-to-market plans covering user activity monitoring and security forensic software since 2012 while providing strategy to a variety of clients. She has held leadership roles at enterprise software firms while running her digital marketing agency, Finity. From marketing to sales to operations, she packages, creates, and improves upon underperforming corporate strategy with a clearly articulated message that has a sequence and a purpose in every phase while improving look and feel. So there you guys have it. She's a super powerful woman. Uh, she wears a thousand and one hats. I admire her. I don't know how she does it at times. I mean, this woman, it's been pregnant, moving, doing, traveling, working, running her personal business. I mean, talk about multitasking. So if you think you can't do it. Yes, you can. <laughs> she inspires me every day to like, girl, you got this. Okay. <laughs> you do have this. You, your, your business has been like taking off. I've been so proud of you. Like I'm like anything I can do to support you. Yes. But I heard um, that multitasking is actually bad because you get, um, you get distracted and you can't focus or whatever, but I think my ADD or my ADHD, whatever you want to call it, I've never been diagnosed, but I know I have it. Um, I think that's the only way I can work at that point. Like I have to have multiple things. You do. I can, I, I would never be able to see you just doing one thing and like not jumping from one to another. It's just not part of you. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Like, so it's it's part of, it's part of your craziness, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the creative genius that you're like, oh God, is she gonna do? Is is it gonna get done? I don't. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> so, um, Alex, uh, before you know, 
we get into my first question to you, which is what are two moments in your life that were challenging to overcome or in other words, life-changing, why don't you give us a little background on you, uh, just more from a personal level, and um, then share these two with us. Okay. Um, so from a personal level, I mean, background, I, I won't go like super, super, super far, yeah. but I'll go, I'll go to the point where Anna and I connected because it's a fun, it's a fun story. So I met her during a, or I met you during a networking function at a bar, which at the time was very appropriate for me. Um, it was, you know, I was, I was a single mom and, and, you know, I had a fun party phase and, you know, who didn't want to network at a bar uh, where I actually met some of my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite women. Um, And to this day, you all are like my best friends now, which is amazing. And it was funny because it was for a networking group that really wasn't our vibe, but we found each other at this networking group that we sort of just, you know, we, we outgrew for us. Um, And it was really cool because it was around some really great driven local women that I did not know there were people that were like me. (laughs) It was so nice. Um, But at the time I had, I had stepped away from software and I was completely focused on my digital marketing agency and speaking. And it was right at the phase where I was probably three years in and really starting to run it like a business. And Anna, you came in and you were you were searching a little bit at the time because you were you were transitioning from an image and branding consultant, which was much more focused on the personal stuff, to figuring out what that next phase of her career was going to be or what your career was going to be. So it was it was a perfect time for us to join forces, and we started collaborating and bringing each other in on projects. And it was you know that was. That was fun. And, yeah. it, you know, it was, it, we got to mix partying a little bit and, and fun and hanging out and business and you get to work with your friends. Like, I mean, if you can't enjoy who you're working with, like don't do it. So yeah. it was, it was good. So that's, that's our, our shortened, I don't know. That was, that yeah, was it. I remember um, at that time um, you had moved from Orlando, right? Maybe mm-hmm. not too long ago before yeah. we met. So it was maybe like what, two years in um, when you had moved um, here to South Florida. Well, not South Florida, but like oh, West Palm. it's not South Florida. <laughs> so South Florida, South of West Palm is like Cuba. That's South Florida. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and like where we, and are, we got Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. So I had moved to uh, West Palm Beach. You had relocated from Orlando down South to West Palm. Yep. Um, and yeah, I remember we were, well, you, your business was running. So I was like, man, like this girl's got it together. And, you Which, know, I did then, not feel like I had it together. Like, it was, it was like, we sure. never do, right. We never do. We have it together. <laughs> Ever. Um, but yeah. And, and, and we connected, we clicked uh, right away. Um, I remember you, I mean, you're little. you were by yourself pretty much. I mean, you know, you didn't, you don't really have family here, but except for like friends that have become like family over the years, but um, yeah, you were hustling all the time. You had your, 
your now oldest daughter with you all the time. She was what, four at the time. Um, And, you know, I really admired you because there was nothing, you know, a lot of the times we're like, well, I don't have a babysitter. You know, I can't do this because I have my kid with me. I can't do that. And there was nothing stopping you like, you know, and, and that always was just so amazing to me. Um, So, yeah. And I was trying to figure out where I was going. I was like, yeah, I'm starting my business and I'm freelancing and, but I haven't, you know, anyhow. So you brought, you, you, you brought a lot of light into uh, my personal brand at the time and, and guidance. So anyhow, I remember those days very clearly. And then (laughs) look at where we're at now. Um, We were working from my dining room table a couple of nights where we would just be like, we would be blueprinting and like figuring out the plan and like, okay, what comes after this? What comes after this? I remember that. That was a good glass of wine and, uh, and, and planning and your over. budgeting skills and your everything. I was just like, okay, I need you in my life. <laughs> I'm weirdly obsessed with budgeting. Like it's a weird, like it's, I love it. Like crunching numbers and being like, okay, this is going to go to the investment. This is going to go. It's a weird, it's, it's not normal. I've realized it's not normal. But I've learned from you that, you know, you can start doing that with very little, you know, like you don't need to have a lot on your side to be able to put your money in different pockets and, um, and, and have a plan, right. For for your future, a financial plan. And so, um, again, I, I grew up with you so much and I'm still growing up with you so much. Like there's so many things that I'm like, okay, I can do this. Anna. like, you know, stop. (laughs) You're not a victim. You can figure it out right from where you're at. Uh And, and that, that is to all of the listeners, like, like that really has been a lot of, you know, some of the lessons that um, I've gained through our friendship um, is just, you know, perseverance. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, perseverance and, and knowing how to start right from where you're at, right? And, and look, at, look at the cup half full and, you know, let's figure it out from here and let's just get started. Because that's the first thing. Let's get started. You know, if you're not getting started, you're not moving. Um, so... All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, that really brought back some awesome memories. <laughs> I know I'm feeling old too. Cause I'm like, God, that was a while ago. And you're like, Oh, your daughter was four. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> and now we have a new baby, a year old here. I am expecting one as well. Um, anyhow. we're done after this. If anybody, oh, yeah, no, that's we're it. Done. there's that's no it. more children. No, 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 no. Okay. But I'm happy that we're both like, same age range and we both have babies. So when we get older, like it'll be okay. We'll support each other and we'll be. (laughs) According to the medical professionals out there, we are already older because these are geriatric pregnancies. That's fun. (laughs) Yeah. All right, cool. So Alex, tell us what are two moments in your life that were challenging to overcome? So my first one was like life changing, life altering, you know, this is going to be the shift, right? Um, that was, that was my dad passing away. It was, it was really, um, and probably not in the way that most people would think because it's, it wasn't, yes, I was sad. And yes, it was, you know, I, I had guilt and, you know, I, I was 16. So it's like, you know, I, I, my way of coping was almost like ignoring anything he had to say 
uh, at the, towards the end, which could have possibly been just me being 16, but it also was, you know, a little bit of breakaway, like you're leaving me. I don't need you anymore. You know? And, and so I had guilt about that for a long time, but, um, it was more along the lines of he was the, he wasn't the breadwinner. My mom and he were equal partners, but they had a marketing and a PR firm that he had left corporate America for um, and had been running for 17 years. So when he passed away, it was, it, it was, it was something that I saw my mom just kind of go into autopilot and I do the same thing. Like whenever, whenever like the emergencies come or life happens or whatever, you just kind of go into autopilot and that's okay. This is what we're dealing with. Like, what's next, what's next, what's next. And kind of getting into that mode. Um, it trained me to sort of become an adult very quickly and to rise to the occasion and see, okay, this is the family business. This is what dad was doing. Mom needs backup. Okay, let's do it. Right. I mean, I, we also, you know, fought and I ran away and I was so <laughs> So like, let's not think that I was perfect, but it was, it was um, that was, it was, it was a formative life change. Got it. Yeah. So in a very early age, I mean, um, you were thrown into uh, marketing and advertising and PR and business development. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome because that's really what that's your backbone to, um, you know, where you're I'll never be unemployed. That's like the best part. Like when you realize that you will literally always have work because you create it. Yeah. 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 You know, and I love that because I, you know, perhaps there might be some listeners where they think, well, you know, this happened to me at a certain age or I had to do this at a certain time in my life or because of this, that. Um, But, you know, we need to realize, right, at least I have learned myself um, that nothing happens um, for no reason, right? Like like, um, our life experiences... Uh, are the unexpected, the pain that we go through, it's really an opportunity for growth and to build who we need to become tomorrow and or the life challenges that we're going to be experiencing in the future, you know, the, the, the hardships or the opportunities that we're going to have in the future, right? Unless we've had that in the past, we've experienced it. We, you know, we've gone through whatever that is for each one of us. Uh, we would not be able to be performing or doing what we're doing today. And so, uh, that's that's you know, I, I bet at the time uh, you would have never thought, right? <laughs> um, and here you are. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So that's one life-changing experience. What else? Is there anything else? So I can- I, yeah, I listed one, but it was really funny because I'm taking it back and I'm using another one. Um, <laughs> so, but for anybody that's listening in, Anna is very good at preparing you for a podcast or an interview or like if she's doing a branding meeting or something like there's, there's prep work that like you have to do homework. So I am, I did my homework and I filled out all of this stuff that she asked me to fill. Hence why I'm not going, um, looking for something to say. Um, <laughs> but I also never have 
run out of things to say either. So <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking my second one back and I'm doing another one. So I was told in college, I was, you know, I, at this point I had decided that I was going to continue the line and do, and go into marketing. And, um, you know, I, I had, I had a lot of really good professors and one in particular, I was doing all the things I was supposed to do, right. I was taking all the classes I was supposed to do and I was kind of coasting and I really wasn't, you know, they, they were interesting classes. Um, but it was a marketing business class and I was coasting, you know, college was really easy for me because I was taking these courses that I just sort of already knew the answers to. And I was acing a class and my professor said, if I don't drop this class, he's going to fail me. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Cause I was like, you know, I had, a, I had a good GPA. I was working through college. Like I was, you know, my, my ego was all in it. And he's like, you already know these things. I'm not going to teach you anything that you don't already know. So I'm going to, I'm going to fail you if you don't withdraw from this class. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do then? Like it threw me completely for a loop. Like he taught me more than any other teacher ever taught me because he said, you need to go and you need to study people. So I want you to change your major. And I said, well, I I'm already halfway through a business and marketing major and he said, uh-uh, no, you're going to, you're going to finish that and you're going to double major and that's fine. And you're, you're going to take extra courses and you're going to go study sociology, humanities, and theology. And I was like, huh? <laughs> so, but I'm so glad that I did because that was my undergrad. And I ended up realizing what makes people tick as opposed to the business aspect, which I already had a good foundation on the business aspect. So yeah, I was so grateful for that teacher to threaten me <laughs> like and it, it was hurt it hurt my it hurt my feelings because I was like he doesn't want me in his class <laughs> he, he 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 did me a solid and he was like nope you're gonna you're gonna focus on sociology you're gonna focus on people you're gonna see where they come from and you're gonna open your worldview you're gonna go and you're gonna travel and you're gonna go and and see other uh people that are not like you and uh and that that was that was a big step and you did. I mean, you know, for many years, you traveled around the world. You lived in different places. Yep. Um, All because some guy told me he was going to fail me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, it's like these things that happen in our lives. And but thank God. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because that's also what made you, has made you successful um, at what you do. Because it's more than the business aspect is more than, you know, the marketing and the strategy and whatnot, but it's really the understanding of, of human behavior. And, and that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand about like marketing and branding and, and PR and, um, you know, that and it's, sales, it's like everything. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's understanding human behavior to it. Like, it's just, bro, you just got to, what, what makes people tick and how do they function and what, you know, and anyhow. So, all right, cool. So based on this life experiences on this life changing moments, mm-hmm. um, through your career and your entire journey, what was that aha moment, um, in your life 
Yeah. So that was, it, it was, it, well, now, now that I've answered those two questions, now I understand where this questioning is going. See, she has a plan. Um, so, <laughs> so we need a plan always, <laughs> there's a plan. Um, it, you know, it, it was understanding that people are more than the job. So I think, I think a lot of times um, dealing with people in business, no matter what it is. I mean, I, I just recently bought a house and it was probably the hardest house buying process you could ever go through. Anna, Anna knows. I was like calling her like, is this normal? Like everybody's like, no, this isn't normal. Like it was, it was hard. They were, you know, just because the rates are amazing right now. Um, it, it was tougher than ever to get a house or a mortgage. So it, you know, it was, it was understanding where people were coming from, even through that and giving them grace and saying, okay, you're human. My account is not the only one that you're dealing with. You may have had, you may have had a bad dream last night. Your, your dad might be sick. Your kid may be having to get picked up and, and understanding that people are not the job that they do and understanding where they're coming from. Um, I, you know, I do that at work too, right? Like I, with, with my accounts and people that are coming to me for assistance, it's understanding why they're coming to me for assistance. It's understanding, okay, where are you starting from and what, what's your worldview and why is this an issue so that you can kind of go from there because it's, it, there's, there's always an underlying conversation to be had once you understand what the ask is. So it's understanding and, you know, and, and for, for my, for my software uh, job where I'm in leadership, I'm the, the director of business development and sales for basically a, you know, a, a company that, monitors employees, right? So it's like you got you have to you have to shift why that's necessary. And especially from people working from home right now, you have to have those conversations. So understanding the underlying conversation that is being had. Um, and and to your point earlier, I you know I I lived in Thailand for a while and it's the easiest way to it's it's almost like you had to learn two languages because people would they they have this this uh, saying that you have two languages in Thailand when you're speaking to them. You have the Thai language that they're that they're actually speaking, but then you have the smile and the way they're bowing, and you have to understand. If you hear anything in the background, it's my dog like clattering down the down the stairs. Um, and so you have what they're saying, and then you have what they're saying, and so you have to you have to see that. And translate that all at the same time to understand the message that they're that they're giving to you, and then taking that message and processing it. So, so going through life and understanding that that was the aha moment, right? That was that was when you understood that it's not just what you say; it's what you're saying underneath. Right. Right. Yeah. And then being able to apply that, I'm assuming, to like every scenario, life scenario, um, pillars of life for that matter, right? Like it's, it's a human, it's an aha moment for, for any convert, any communication, any conversation, any relationship, any, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Because we all have our own, that's awesome. I mean, we all have our own story, but as you're saying, as you're saying that, right. And so based on our own story, um, there's a place we're all coming from. Mm-hmm. And when we're communicating, um, 
it's more than what that communication is. It's also like, where's that person at? And what's, like you said, what's their worldview? What's their, um, and that's really interesting, you know, um, as we, and that's, you know, for us to think about, like, I love, I love that's, that's a really like aha moment for, for me right now as I'm listening. And I'm sure for, for some of the listeners, you know, it's not what we say, it's how we say it. And then also how we say it has a lot to do with where we're at. It's perception, uh, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. it's not necessarily, you know, and, and, and that, that's, it's one of the reasons why there are, you know, you know, that saying when people say, you know, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher it, but, you know, <laughs> shallow people talk about other people and then yeah, you know, yeah. deeper people speak uh, to each other about, uh, you know, life events and what's happening. And then the truly, uh, I don't know, elevated, I guess, if you would, people are talking about ideas and things. Yeah. Understanding where those people are and what their worldview is. It's not saying that shallow people are going to stay shallow. It just means that that's their worldview right now. And that's what they get caught up in. And maybe I don't think in terms of the drama or, you know, somebody talking about other people or, or gossiping, and it's just not what I'm interested in. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't understand why they're interested in it and can't, can't empathize when I'm hearing where they're coming from, because that allows me to help them or assist them or communicate with them or just do business with them yeah. because I understand what level they're playing at. And then I can reflect what I need. Yeah. to reflect. Yeah, totally. Wow. That was super cool. Thanks for, yeah. Bringing that example. Like totally what we intake, what we're listening, what we're bringing, mm-hmm. depending on what level, what field we're playing on or we're performing in. Right. Um, and that's what's coming in. And obviously that's what's going out. Um, and so being self-aware of that and as a leader, uh, right. Also being aware of that in, in your career, um, uh, you know, it makes a huge difference. Cool. All right. So is there anything you would have done differently in your life yeah. so far? Um, Not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're just talking in business, um, <laughs> you know, like when, people, when people are like, oh, I have no regrets. I'm like, screw that, man. I'm like, you totally <laughs> wish like had you like had I known that. I was, so I went to this one event, this has nothing to do with that thing, but um, <laughs> I went to an event in California that I, I did get business out of. Don't get me wrong. Like I ended up with one of my absolute favorite clients, Aaron Scott Young, shouting out to Aaron. I love you. Um, and Michelle Young, his, his amazing wife. They are just like, if you guys ever have a chance to work with these people, they are just, they are, they are my heart. I love them. Anyway, so got them as a client or got him as a client. But then the rest of the event was kind of, eh, you know, and it was the same weekend. I was out in California and it was the same weekend as Coachella. And I really wanted to go to Coachella and I didn't because I went to this event and I was like, man, I got to work. I'm here to work. And I really wanted to go and something was telling me to go. Right. And I am a 90s child, early 2000s. And that was the year at Coachella that Beyonce and all of Destiny's Child surprised everybody and it became Baychella. And my <laughs> friend and I, you know, Jacqueline, who was working yeah. with me at Finity, Jacqueline went with me. We didn't go and we were kicking ourselves 
for not going. So anybody that says they don't regret something, I regret that. I am putting it out in the universe. I regret it. I wanted to be there. I was so upset. So yes. All right. I have regrets. But um, business, <laughs> totally. the business regrets, um, as far as that, I wish I would have systematized faster. I wish I would have put um, infrastructure in place. I wish I would have, because um, I didn't for like, for, for the first two years of business, I was acting like a solopreneur consultant. There was no scaling. There was like, it was, it was, I, I was doing what I could do when I could do it. And I was not bringing in more clients than what I could personally handle. And then I realized that I'm good, but I'm not the best of everybody. You know what I mean? Like I, like I, I there are other people there that a, I could have employed faster. I could have built out more of an infrastructure. I could have built out systems to automate a lot. And I could have project managed a lot better, a lot faster. So there's, there's a lot that I could have done. Um, I why, got do you think, why do you think um, you didn't um, do it earlier? Like what, what, were, what, what was your... What was your thought process? What were your excuses? What were your, what was your story? (laughs) You know my story because we, so this is. What were you telling yourself? (laughs) That we actually had around the dining table that I would, when I first started to automate things, and I don't know if you remember this, but we were having, again, we were having wine around my dining table um, and we were talking about it. It was a thing that we did. Um, And I still do. And I, we were talking about how I was scared out of my mind to disappoint people. And so I ended up playing a little small because it was almost like I was scared to succeed, which I've heard this before. This is like a thing. This is, this is not, I'm not the only person. Totally. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I was playing small because I was comfortable playing small and it took a lot to get me out of that comfort zone. It took me two years of being in business and making like $60,000, like scraping by and just being like, you know, and then you're like, Oh shoot taxes. Um, so, (laughs) and so it, it took a while to to get out of that. And it was a lot of self-work. And, and then I started, you know, scaling and farming out and realizing that I don't have to have all the answers. I just have to have the team that does and that's okay. Yeah. And I can relate to that so much. I mean, as I, because yeah, there's a lot of fear, especially when you're sort of, sort of bringing people in and then they're looking up to you, but you're still sort of, I mean, you're doing it, but you're doubting yourself. I mean, it's not that you're doubting yourself. You're just not sure that you're like the others that you admire and look up to. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, that perfection or that we seek for. And, you know, but as we start succeeding and as we start taking those first steps of whatever we're so scared of, um, we really start realizing and we start seeing like the success and the outcome it really starts building up our confidence. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, oh, you know, (laughs) like, I guess I am good here and I can do this and I can do that. And um, so 
I can totally relate to that. And I can see the growth as I have. Um, I just knew this time around when I started my business, uh, my branding and consulting agency that um, I had to just trust and just go full in and, and just bring people on uh, along the way and, and be okay with not being okay and, and failing if that was the case. And, um, but it's the best thing I've done, you know, cause obviously, uh, you know, my journey, this is not the first time, but this is, has been the time. <laughs> so, and it's, uh, I'm really proud of you this way too, because this was, this was the first time you looked at it as a business. Yeah. It was, it, you were not a consultant. It was a business and you ran it as such, which I was so proud of you for getting there. And I was like, yeah, it was, it was cool. I've been like, I've been like, you know, kind of cheerleading from the sidelines going like, all right, this is cool. You know, so. Well, you know, it's taken the years of obviously like being surrounded with people like you learning and just, you know, being open. I mean, a lot of coaching and then obviously the time that I was working for well and just growing right growth just really allowing myself to go with the uh and not so much holding on to what I wanted it to be at the time I wanted it to be and um just allowing myself to let go and truly let God (laughs) you know um a lot of opportunities came along the way and I I was open to that and that really built the backbone um, that I needed to build that I didn't realize back then, or maybe I did realize and is why I didn't have the confidence to do what I'm doing today because I knew there was a lot missing, but I wanted it now. So I thought, you know, well, I'll figure it out. And so anyhow, it's like this whole story, this whole like back and forth in our thought process. Uh, but thank God I was able to let go and not give up. Um, and so, Yeah. All right, cool. Let's keep it moving. So what is your source of confidence fuel here? Like, how do you, how do you lift up and give yourself like, I got this, I'm confident. What helps you? So I, I, I think I put on there that I'm not entirely sure if it's confidence because I, like, I know, I know that I know my stuff, right? So I think that part helps. Like I, you know, I can see a system and realize that, you know, from top down, how do we, how do we reverse engineer it and make it better? Right. Um, it's, it, you know, sometimes parts of digital marketing and, and PR is a little bit more and, and business development and sales and all of it. it. It's operationally, you can tweak things to make it better. And you can, you know, that, that to me is, it's almost like engineering, right? Yeah. Um, so that helps. But I think it's more of an innate sense to just always be better, always learn more, always push. And that it's kind of like my budgeting and my life and, and the way I break things down. That's how my brain has always worked. So I always want the next best thing to work on and I want the next challenge. So it's, I wouldn't call that, um, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily, I, I, I take the ego out for, for me. It's more, not confidence. It's more, um, drive, I guess. And, and curiosity, (laughs) my curiosity overtakes the confidence part. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
But so what are, what are like some routines or like things? I mean, obviously there's days where you're probably not as driven. There's days where you feel down. There's days where you have doubt. There's days where you might be questioning what you're doing and why you're doing it. Right. So how do you get out of that funk? What do you, you know, what's, what's that fuel? What is it that gets you back into action? Yeah. My, you know, that's a good question. (laughs) So, so she got me completely prepared except for that question. And now I'm going to say, um, so I, I think that everybody's going to have those days. I don't think anybody's above those days. I think if anybody says they don't have those days, they're just not human, or at least they're not being vulnerable enough to be seen in a, in a transparent way. Uh, but I, I do think that when you're dealing with those types of days, you just sort of have to understand that you give 110% on the other days, right? So you cannot give 110% every minute of every day you will you'll burn out and you won't you won't be that great all the time and allow yourself to be human give yourself the grace to have a 70% day maybe have a 20% day that's okay you know like you can have that day um you know but but <laughs> having having a family to provide for and having you know, friends that depend on you and having clients that have become friends that depend on you, that is, you know, and, and having, having people that just look up to you, right. You know, it, it's a lot of pressure, but it's also a lot of, you know, you want to give back. You don't want to disappoint. You want to make sure that again, you're, you're pushing, you're driving, you're striving, and you can do a 20% day once in a while. But just know that the next day you got to do 110 again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I want to, I want some of our listeners who maybe are not in that, um, maybe in in that, uh, role as, as, as leaders in business or whatever, but it's same, it applies as well in our families, right. With our Mm -hmm. children, with, with our partners, uh, our partner, you know, um, it's, it's, we take for granted what we do. And we don't realize that what we do has uh, a big impact mm-hmm. on them and their everyday life. And so um, it's realizing that what we do, it is important. Um, and, and that, you know, for us to show up and to be confident and to, um, you know, again, to do what we do, our role, whether it's a stay home mom, you know, and, and running your business from home or, you know, uh, maybe working or somebody else, or, I mean, there are some, you know, they're, they're, they have us there. They want us there because they see a lot of the times, a lot of the things that we don't see in ourselves. <laughs> right. So it's just reminding. So it doesn't, you know, this, this applies to wherever we're at in life, you know, and it's being reminded of that. And, and it's okay. Like the only, pre- the only people that expect us to be perfect is ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody else is expecting us to be perfect. They understand, you know, they also have their bad days and whatnot. So um, just wanted to make that clear for you listeners. Like, it, you know, it really applies to every stage and, you know, it doesn't matter uh, what, what role you're playing right now, professionally or mm-hmm. at home, 
uh, whatever role you're playing, you know, um, there are people who are counting on you. There are people who are looking up to you. There are people who admire you um, and don't take that for granted. So yes, have your days, but then know that, you know, okay, I gave myself that grace time, just like we do when we go eat ice cream or the candy or whatever. It's like today's cheat day and I'm going to do it. And then, you know, we go back to like our nice routine and we eat healthy. Same thing, right? With um, just having those down less than 100, 110% days. That's all. All right, cool. So um, what are two tips of advice you can share with our listeners in moments? Well, I think we sort of just did that in moments yeah. of distress or doubt. So yeah, that was, that was pretty much that. Okay. That <laughs> Perfect. Are there any projects in your career or life that you would like um, to share here? Yeah. So, well, so I, I was going to mention that I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of back on the speaking circuit, which was cool. I actually, I got to go to uh, Exchange 21, which I haven't been to a trade show in like two years. What is Exchange 21 for? Oh, so, yeah. So for, it, it's a, it's a, an MSP channel event, which is a managed service provider for, for software and for IT and everything. And one of the software companies that I work for now um, and have, and I've worked for, for different ones and, and have had clients at different ones in the past. I always try to get them to go to exchange because it's probably one of the best events in the channel for, for managed service providers and resellers every year. Um, but I went and I spoke and had a bunch of people come to the, to the booth and we had a lot of, you know, a lot of traction and it was great. So I am, am putting myself out there to speak and educate a little bit more again, um, whether it's for tech or for marketing, business development, sales, any of that. Um, I, I'm allowing myself to get back out there. I was, I was really, really out there and present and whether it was in social media or in person or on stage or whatever for, for a while um, and then COVID hit and I was pregnant and baby and life and moving and all that. And so for the last two years, I really haven't done it. Um, so I'm back out there. So if anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, wants to see where I'm going to be next, it's like Carmen San Diego. Sometimes you just kind of like got to look at the map and figure out where I am. So it's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm up to lately is, uh, helping to educate on those four sort of topics. Awesome. And if there's any virtual opportunities as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm open right there's now. There's a lot of speaking opportunities virtually nowadays. As yeah. Well. It's, it's actually, it's nice to see because I used to have to travel and, um, you know, I like traveling, but sometimes I like being home, you know? Yeah. Totally. Hotel rooms. Hotel rooms. Especially now that you have the new house and there's so much to do around. Oh my gosh. It's like so <laughs> many projects. <laughs> That's exciting though. That's awesome. All right, Alex. Well, this was really good. Thank you so much. Now for all of our listeners, um, the way you can get in contact with Alex is uh, via email, which I'm going to be sharing all this link, all these links uh, below this video, but um, just Alexandra at affinitycreative.com. If you guys want to take note of that, um, you can follow her on YouTube at your MSP backup and Alexandra Corson. And you can also find her on LinkedIn at uh, Alexandra Corson. 
for her Instagram account at Finity Creative and Alexandra Corson. That's not very hard, but all the links will be <laughs> video and all the links will also be on the description of this podcast for those of you who are listening so just go check out the description from wherever you're listening in um, to this episode and all the links will be there um social media handles i'll be sharing those as well um that's it i am so happy that we finally got this episode episode in. Um, Just I love you. And I know that uh, as much as I know that my listeners have taken a lot of nuggets and from just really listening in and watching you as you share as much as I have throughout the years that I've known you. So thank you so much. Um, Next time I'm going to be on your podcast. Yes. I'm excited about that. (laughs) Well, thank you. I love you as well. I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. This is, this is like a love fest right now. I am too. (laughs) (laughs) These are the kind of friends we need, right? We need to support each other. And truthfully, like, you know, we've definitely have seen each other's journey. And so it hasn't been easy guys. It's never easy. Um, You know, success does not come um, from one day to the next. It's really years of grinding and doing and failing and getting back up and I'm doing failing. again. And there's never really a point where I say, Oh my gosh, I reached success. No, no. it's, it's, a, it's a never, you know, obviously success. It's, it's just, it's, it's an I think for me, success is just being able to grow and accomplish and overcome new things on a daily basis. It's always, you know, just being able to learn from the mistakes to continue to grow that is that where that feeling of success comes from because there isn't, for me at least, there isn't such of I reached the success. And not because I'm not fulfilled with what I'm going, it's just that I know I'm always growing, you know? What's next? Yeah. It's, it's the what's growing. next. And you're like, okay, what's next? Like, like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> was talking about like always going after himself in 10 years. That's, you know, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right, guys. So, Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode or if you guys are watching us on YouTube, uh, podcast, listening in. Um, you guys have, if you have any questions, make sure that you share them as well um, here on this uh, YouTube feed. And I will see you guys on the next episode. I promise you, I will bring on another amazing um, speaker that can share that can share with us their story, their points of view, and their life lessons, so that we can grow and maybe overcome whatever stage we're in, or you know, just help get ourselves get out of wherever we're at. (laughs) So with that said, I will see you guys next. Have an awesome, awesome, awesome um, day. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Confident Closers. We hope you gleaned some insight and find a way to take action and make a positive change in your life today. Not tomorrow, not someday. Now is the time. Learn about Anna Maria's latest projects and get social on Facebook at Confidence Closers, on Instagram at The Confident Closer. Until next time, keep that chin up, walk tall, and support the women in your life to do the same. Because together, we are strong. Thanks for listening.